This is the Kingsguard Capital Retirement Wars Podcast with strategies to fortify and protect your retirement. Here is the Kingsguard Capital J Team, Jessica and Joseph Servinka. On the Retirement Wars Podcast today, the average net worth of American families set a new high last year. Are you a mini millionaire? Hello, Jessica and Joseph. Hey, Cheryl. Hi, Cheryl. With all the economic challenges that we have faced recently, the average net worth of American families in 2022 topped $1 million for the first time. The average net worth, I'm going to say it again, of American families in 2022 topped $1 million for the first time. These millionaires tend to be college graduates. That's according to the Fed Survey of Consumer Finances. That I'm very uh, surprised to hear. And age also seems to be a factor. Sure. Million dollars. It sounds like a lot of money. Is it really, though, in retirement? Not really. No, especially when we're talking about retirement. It may seem like a big, major milestone, but... Uh, it and it is. Last, I mean, oh, absolutely. It, you know, it's still a lot of money. Don't don't get us wrong. But definitely what we're seeing that what we need really in order to retire, especially if you're talking about a college graduate, what is the value of that million dollars 20, 30 years from now? Yeah. You got to consider some of the factors like inflation, taxes, your health care costs and, the, and your just overall lifestyle. It all depends. And we've seen many folks that come into the office and sometimes it may seem like they got a whole lot saved up, but it all depends on what kind of lifestyle are you living. That's right. And uh, what's the price tag of your retirement? Like you said, health care, taxes, inflation. Some estimates say that retirees would need at least $1.7 million to maintain a comfortable standard of living in 20 years. And some of these individuals that we're sitting down, we have to plan out 30 years or more. So having a million dollars in net worth doesn't really necessarily mean that they're going to be financially secure. So again, we're going to say diversify your sources of income and assets and don't rely solely on savings and investments. So again, we're going to go back to these income trusts and investments and all of the things. Bottom line, it's not about the dollar amount that you have saved necessarily, but the amount of cash flow. And I say this all the time, when I am looking at a retirement plan, the first thing that I'm excited to see is how much cash flow can these people rely on. And if they have a significant amount of cash flow that's not reliant on the market or how their investments go in the future, then they're going to be the most secure because they know they can live on this money. It covers their lifestyle. Whatever they have saved up can go ahead and hedge against inflation, give them some extra fun money in the future. And we call that the foundation. That's right. The foundation of your income planning. If it's not based on investments and a dollar amount, but instead of a cash flow amount, it's like having a paycheck, right? If you retired and your employer said, listen, congratulations, you're retired. Have a a wonderful retirement and uh, we're going to continue to pay you the paycheck that you've been receiving all this time. How would retirement be then? Right. Great. Wouldn't be, wouldn't it be great? (laughs) And, uh, you know, the days of pensions are kind of gone, right? So the key here is how can you create yourself a pension based on the assets that you've saved up? The key thing is if I can have enough income between my social security and whatever income that I'm receiving that's reliable and sustainable and not based on market returns, what is it going to cost me to do that so that I can take, carve out a portion of my savings to set myself up with a good income plan or a pension plan that I fund, how much is it going to cost me 
what's it going to take for me to have this lifestyle? And then the rest can go ahead and grow over time and give me that additional support I'm going to need. The income is king in retirement. Like we said, this is our number one focus when we speak to new folks that come into the office. It's always about what is your foundation looking like? What is your fixed income, your cash flow? What do you have coming into you in the future? Do you have any gaps going along the way where you're going to have to supplement your income and living expenses by dipping into your overall savings? If you got a very strong foundation, then the rest of the money is all there to, you, you can do something with it. You can grow it. You can use it. You have a far more flexibility. And that's yes. why that is our very first step is to look at what the foundation is looking and like. Flexibility is perfect. It's exactly the case. You know, if you're all eggs in one basket, that doesn't allow you flexibility. That gives you uncertainty. So if you have a really good secure foundation and excellent income that isn't relying on the market, whatever you're saving can be there for you for those moments when, And hey, we talked about different income streams. Yeah, and there's, there's several different ways that you can do that. Right. Uh, annuities are one. A guaranteed income annuity will definitely be an excellent choice. It's not for everybody, but for most, securing an income is definitely going to be a good play. Because remember that if we do have Social Security being reduced in 10 years, they're talking about 20 to 23% reduction. Where are you going to get that money from? From whatever you've saved and grown, right? What if you have a death of a spouse and you lose 20, 30, 50% of your income because you lost a one Social Security check and maybe a pension? Well, now you have those assets that have grown over time to dip into. So in the meantime, while those assets grow, if you can live a lifestyle where your income is all coming from something other than those assets that you set aside to grow long term, the short term, the right now is going to be taken care of that is going to put you in a better situation. You know, you mentioned something a moment ago, went by kind of quickly, but I think it's worth focusing on. And that is that for a lot of people, they're looking at retirement, maybe 30 years without a paycheck. That's 30 years that you need to fund somehow. That's yeah, it's exactly right. And you know what, when people are retiring, they're excited. They have this bucket of money, they have all these plans. And then once they're about five to 10 years in, they start getting nervous because they are seeing their funds being depleted. And they're wondering whether they spent too much, right in retirement so far, or and whether, whether they're tracking to exactly they're like, lose okay, a lot. are we going to be okay? I mean, we're still healthy. I mean, we have clients that are 97 years old living at home, you know, doing fun things, uh, traveling, I had one that she's 92 with her spouse, she's second marriage, she got remarried in, at age 85. And they just came back from Italy. So these are <clears> things <throat> that we don't think of, I, I hear a lot, oh, I'm not gonna if I make it past 80, or 85, we have to shut that out because we're here to help you assure that you do not outlive your savings. So if you're wrong and you live to age 90, 95 or higher, that you're taking care of. And more and more people are living longer. Guys, hedge funds seem to be popular again, but The Economist says those looking to hedge funds for high-yielding investments are on the wrong track. What is a hedge fund? A hedge fund is like a, it's a type of investment fund that pulls money from wealthy individuals and other institutions and employs different kind of strategies to generate returns that are not correlated with the stock market. They typically charge high fees and have very limited regulation and transparency. 
Uh, but hedge funds can invest in a wide range of different assets, such as stocks, bonds, commodities, currencies and derivatives, and even things like art and cryptocurrency as well. They can be used to leverage, short selling, and other different kinds of techniques to enhance the performance. And it's, it's a lot to hedge against the risk of the stock market. Yeah. So the advantages they're thinking is that you could potentially achieve higher returns, but also these hedge funds is pretty much linked to all of these things that Joseph just mentioned. But at the same time, they're thinking it's offering protection when markets fall. But here's the deal. During the 2010 through 2020 bull market, right? Huge amount of growth. Hedge funds underperformed the market with only a 5% annual return compared to 13%. And so, you know, it's not necessarily going to outperform the market for you. It may cost you more. You may be more at risk. And that's kind of something that you have to look into and really understand before you go into something like this. And they can also not be very liquid, meaning like you ain't going to be able just to go in there and withdraw the money that you want whenever you need it. So you also have to take that into consideration with hedge funds. Right. Uh, they can be subject to mismanagement and regulatory changes and things like that. So it's not one size fits it's all. It's not suitable for everyone. And you should just weigh the pros and cons before investing. Jessica and Joseph Cervenka, arming you with the information you need to fight for your retirement. Have questions for Jessica and Joseph? Reach out to the J-Team at 804-886-1196, 804-886-1196. And join the Kingsguard Capital J-Team each Saturday morning at 9 a.m. on News Radio WRVA. The opinions expressed in this program are for general informational purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or for any specific security. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult your financial advisor prior to investing. Any past performance discussed during this program is no guarantee of future results. Advisory services are offered by Kingsguard Capital, LLC, a registered advisor firm located in Virginia and Florida.